Hello, my dolls. It's Gina. So in preface to this week's episode, we want to note that we know there are a ton of good news stories out there right now, um, especially things around the pandemic where neighbors are helping neighbors, people are being kinder and gentler, etc. But we wanted to do something a little different for our topic. We definitely want to share the good news, but we want to do it from a slightly different perspective. So that is what has informed this week's episode. Please listen and enjoy and have a little bit of escapism. burp me too maybe maybe not okay i didn't me neither (laughs) (laughs) peer pressure (laughs) okay hey everybody welcome to the always never right podcast a podcast with adult ingredients just for gen xers who are getting to middle age and are wondering how the fuck that happened thanks for joining us on the Podfix network i'm jill farrell And I'm Gina Biggs. And tonight on the Always Never Right podcast, um, we're going in a little bit of a different direction. Uh, We've both noticed that there's a glut of batshit craziness um, in the world right now. So we decided to share some good news with you today. And not just good news for us, but good news for society on the whole. Uh, Though, of course, it's good news for us, too. But... Most importantly, it's good news for everybody. Right. Absolutely. Because nobody could have foreseen the craziness that's 2020. Like, if you had riots and murder hornets, global pandemic, continental-wide wildfires, looking at you, Australia, locust swarms, earthquakes, and you had all that on your disaster league bingo card, then you're probably the only winner that there is. (laughs) But we wanted to make us all winners and celebrate some good stuff. And when we celebrate, we drink champagne. Fuck so yeah. tonight we're drinking a tequila sunrise mimosa. Avi, it's tequila. OJ and grenadine because it's the tequila sunrise part. And then you top it with champagne because that's the mimosa part. And it's absolutely beautiful. It totally packs a punch. It's like a tequila sunrise with a champagne topper or a French 75 with tequila instead of gin, whatever. It's yum. What do you think? It is yum. Although um, I did put tequila in in my first glass, or mm-hmm. too much tequila in my first <laughs> glass, and that's why um, tequila. That's the moment when I realized why exactly tequila and salt go so well together. So my second glass, obviously my second glass, um, I cut down on the tequila a bit and amped up the champagne and the orange juice, and it's still fucking amazing. I'm a fan. I actually measured it and followed the instructions, which is sort of rare for me. (laughs) They're like freehand it. I'm like, that seems good. That seems good. Usually I'm the militant rule follower. What happened tonight? I had a really hard day at work. (laughs) I was super stressed all day because I had a meeting with my boss's boss's boss, like three bosses up from me. And it ended up not being a big deal. Like my whole team was there and I sort of thought they were going to completely clobber her. But they were well-behaved. I sort of, like, you know, spanked them in the car ahead of time. And I was like, you be on your best behavior. I will turn this shit around right now. I will turn this shit around right now. You be on your best behavior. You be nice to this lady. She's a nice lady. So 
they were actually really good and and I was proud of them. So overall, I thought it went pretty well. There was <coughs> there was another team in with us, so there was a lot of things that we couldn't say because of the project that we're on is sort of like super secret. Ooh, double secret probation. Yeah. National Lampoons. Yeah, it's Animal like House whatever style. the ultra secret mega sonic. I I whatever. I I just want to say at one point there was a case I was in where we were talking about can't say what we were talking about, but That's I'm super like secret oh. stuff. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, so would this be under double secret probation?" And one of the other attorneys his eyes lit up and he goes, "Like an animal house." I'm like, "Fuck yes, brethren. Thank you." So, there anyway. You go. Yeah, this was I'll shut up now. We're double secret probation um you know, we're like Homeland Security. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. they were on their best behavior and did a good job. And overall, it was just sort of like a, the lady was making the rounds of our group and, and sort of doing like an apology to her, like, sorry, I know I've been in, I know I've worked for with you guys for two years and you haven't met me, but hey, here I am now. So. Why do I have the feeling that if we ever go on the road with our show, it's going to be, a, we're going to call it the apology tour. We should. <laughs> we should call it the double secret probation apology tour. I love that. Okay. So if you guys want to see that, let us know. Yeah, we'll do it. Um, yeah. Deb's just Hawaii for a venue. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, tonight we're <laughs> going to talk about good news. Yes. And I'm going to talk, I'm going to, we each pulled three little tidbits of good news. And I'm going to start with something that I thought was good news, kind of cute, just super sweet shit that's happened in the last couple weeks. And I just thought, (laughs) God damn it, fucking allergies. I just thought that it was something that everybody would like to know about because you can Google it and go online and you can watch the videos and they were like amazing. So ready your insulin for cuteness, sugar, sweet overload. Yes. So there are two separate incidents here that I'm going to total sort of relate to you. The first one was wonderful because the penguins at the shed aquarium got to go on a field trip and they got to just, on the aquarium and look at all the fish and just check out all the other wildlife there because since the aquarium's closed to the public during the pandemic they just like walked around and they're like oh holy shit look at that and it's so amazing because you can see them just walking around and it looks like they're very carefully considering everything and they're just like oh, look that's a big fish <laughs> <laughs> and their little tuxedo it was on and they're like it's adorable. And then there was another group of penguins who were actually on loan to the Kansas city zoo. (laughs) And they got to go and visit the Nelson Atkins museum of art, which was freaking adorable. And you see them walking around and they like stop and they look up at the art and they just, they appear to really be taking it in. And at one point they kind of walked by the Monet and they're like, "Huh, whatever. And then they got the Caravaggio's and they're like, oh, okay. so they definitely preferred that over the Monet. And it was funny because they had like a definite preference. So I thought that was freaking adorable. Okay. Fuck those little 
uppity penguin bitches. I fucking love Monet. I love Megan's- Monet too, but Caravaggio is not a slouch. Well, no, he's not a slouch, but neither is fucking Monet. They need to quit being such judgy little bastards. Maybe they're cute. See it though. You know, Monet's kind of stylized, and Caravaggio is much more representational. So they should have stood further back to appreciate the goodness. They're very, very tiny. <laughs> If you watch the video, like the Monet is right there beside them and they're like so tiny compared to the painting, like they can't even. Like I'm sure it just looked like purple blur. Was there a little penguin um waiter, like a caterer penguin with a little thing of sushi? Nope. Or sashimi. No sushi. There was nothing like that. They didn't get food. They didn't have champagne or anything. They just got to see the art. But I still thought it was really fucking cute. That is adorable. Poor little fucking penguins for not being completely spoiled. Um, no, but they were so cute and they just looked like they loved it so much. They're like, this is the best day ever. Where were they on loan from again? Peru. Peru. I bet they go back to Peru and to all the other zoo animals and go, well, you know. They're like, I. oh my God, Kansas City is the shit, y'all. You wouldn't believe it. We saw Monet's water lilies and were completely underwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure in Peru they don't talk like valley girls. You don't know that. You are not in their lives. That's true, but I'm just, you know, I'm just going yeah. out on a limb here. I'm pretty sure you're right, though. Yeah. Fair. All right. What do you got? Okay. So... Here's my um, humanity. We're in humanity, right? It can be. Okay. Whatever you want. You do you, man. Okay. Because I debated whether to start with or end with this. And I'm going to fucking start with it. Because are you familiar with Seth Meyers' um, sketch on his late show, the kind of story we mean we need right now. Indeed. Okay. I do love me some Seth Myers. Me too. And Amber Ruffin, she's a fucking goddess. Absolutely. Oh. Um, anyway, so I present to you the kind of person we need right now. Oh, okay. Do you want to know who that person is? Who is it? Fucking Dolly Parton. Really? Really? Truly? Utterly. I want to first name my sources because I'm that kind of rampant bitch. Um, Before you do, mm -hmm. I will say that I know one thing about her recently, and that is that she was like reading stories to people. Yeah, that's on my list. It's on my list because she's amazing. I have loved her. She's super old, too. She's like 76, I think. She's been really old. Yeah, but she's uh, still fucking baller. She's a badass. She's a badass. Matter of fact, you wouldn't, you, I don't think you could even contemplate how many stories online are called Dolly Parton is a badass. I saw a bunch of stuff just recently about how like people are tearing down those Confederate statues and saying they should put up statues of Dolly Parton instead. Fuck yes, they should. And I'm going to tell you exactly why, motherfucker. All right, get to it. Okay. Well, let's not go too far into detail because we only have an hour show. Okay. So I'm going to first give you some background on things you already should know. And then I'm going to talk to you about why she's a badass, the badass we need right now. All right. Do it. Things you may not know, but you should know. When she was born, the fourth out of 12 children, her parents paid the doctor for her birth with a bag of oatmeal. 
That's like that guy, the turtle man. When they like, he'd take out, you know, he'd like, I got this possum. They're like, here's a pie. <laughs> yes. You know, uh, yeah, 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 that guy. Okay, cool. Good to know. Um, so did you know that another thing you should know, but probably don't, did you know that Dolly, the first cloned sheep was named after Dolly Parton? I did know that. You're baller too. And someday I'll be putting you on my fucking list. Okay. Um, did you know that she hosts gay day at Dollywood every year and has actually been threatened by the KKK for doing it? I did know that. And you want to know how? Because... I used to work with her ticketing manager when I was the ticketing manager for a museum and our ticketing system was the same as theirs. Holy shit. That's awesome. So So there. So I actually, two degrees of separation. I'm actually two degrees from Dolly Parton. Can you introduce me? Because she's, I've loved her since nine to five. I liked her in that, too. She was pretty awesome. I remember her saying at that time that Jane Fonda, or later, but... At that, when they were making that movie, Jane Fonda took her aside and said, your weight cannot fluctuate so much because they film this out of order. And if you look different, they're going to go after you. And Dolly Parton's all like, well, fuck, didn't know that. So I love her so much. It's <laughs> Anyway, okay, that's a complete aside. But I liked her response to marriage equality. Her response was, sure, why can't they get married? They should suffer like the rest of us do. <laughs> anyway, so another thing, she plays nine different instruments. And I just find this, the mix of instruments is hilarious. Just say them. Just do it. Auto harp, banjo, drums, dulcimer, fiddle, guitar, harmonica, penny whistle, and the piano. Okay, so penny whistle is basically (laughs) anybody can play that. And auto harp and dulcimer are almost the same. I'm not going to like, I'm not knocking her, but I'm just saying fucking anybody can play the penny whistle. (laughs) Even my mother could play the penny whistle. Well, that's how we know she is, in fact, human. So My mother or Dolly Parton? Dolly Parton. Okay. Okay, yeah, I know I know better than to deify your mother. No offense. Um, anyway, but, and, and of course, like you uh, were getting towards, this is the lead up to the point you made earlier, but she, since 1995, has distributed free books to children. Um, originally just in her home county in Tennessee and then statewide and now fucking internationally, you can reach out to the Imagination Library and they will age, they will send an age appropriate book directly to the child at no cost, I think on a monthly basis. I, you know, don't take my word for that. Double check it. But here's one thing she did. And I'm going to try to do this in um chronological order because that's how i roll okay so so on april 1st it was announced that she donated one million dollars to coronavirus research at vander vanderbilt university okay baller baller recent baller number one yep recent baller number two as of april 2nd she's been as you noted Reading bedtime stories to kids in a virtual series called Goodnight with Dolly. And every week she reads a book from her imagination library. And um, I thought this was so sweet. What she said was, uh, this is something I've been wanting to do for quite a while, but the timing never felt, felt quite right. And I think it's pretty clear that now is the time to share a story and to share some love. How wow. sweet is that? Right? Yep. So that's... 
the third thing, and this makes my geeky ass little heart so happy. In late April, it became public knowledge that she was an uncredited executive producer on freaking Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer. Yep, I knew that too. I found, I read that on BuzzFeed. Right, and did you know, because she owned a production company that was, you know, owned the rights to Buffy since it was the 1992 movie with Luke Perry, God rest his soul. Um, okay, I'm a geek. Oh my God. I was going to say bite me, but that was a little too on the nose. Anyway, um, something else that was cool about that is... Uh, one of the people at Sandollar Entertainment um, was, was uh, one of the producers that did a lot of the work with someone named Gail Berman. And apparently when Gail Berman. Yeah. Yeah. So once Dolly found out that she wasn't being paid as much as her male counterparts, she invited her out to lunch and gave her a check rectifying the situation bringing her salary up to her male counterpart salary. Wow, good for her. I know. So Dolly Parton is the kind of person we need right now. Thank you. I wonder if she'd like to be on the show. I bet she would. She would because she's awesome. She's baller. And yeah, so there we go. Dolly Parton. Thank you. Well, you know, since you're talking about Dolly Parton and she owns that wonderful theme park that I mentioned... Uh-huh. Dolly My next little tidbit, my next little piece of good news mm-hmm. could actually kind of parlay well into that. Oh. So when I was researching good news about health, people have actually found that the simple act of planning a trip, not even taking a trip, but just planning it can help boost your mental health. So basically there was a study in corn. <laughs> I love that. Basically, there was a study at Cornwall University that found that people who actually are planning a trip in advance experience better feelings about their current social situation, their economic means, their state of health and life in general. In a sense, we're kind of starting to consume the trip as we start thinking about it. So, you know, you start thinking about whether you're going to go to Rome and have gelato in the piazza or go water skiing with your friends that you don't get to see or go to Las Vegas with your girlfriends and have drinks and you start planning those events you also are having sort of a version of those events in your mind you're having a little mini mind vacation so it's exciting even if you know a little bit about where you're going or don't know anything about where you're going it gives you the opportunity to do some research, um, start imagining like the pleasurable details of the places you're going, like the idea of just being in the sun or the smell of campfire smoke or whatever the things are that you're planning on doing gives you that kind of mental boost. It actually releases those kind of pleasurable brain chemicals. So even though right now planning a trip isn't really like (laughs) planning to actually go on a trip right now isn't really a thing, But you could start planning a trip, like where you're going to go next year or the year after, because it could help you get a little bit of a mental boost. I mean, it's that delayed gratification. And even as it's relating to the travel, it can be a little bit more pleasurable in some ways 
than the immediate consumption of the actual trip. So in other words, go back and listen to our prior episode about dream vacations. Road trips. Yeah, road trip. We have two, two for your mental health. Yeah. We're balling. So if you want to plan a trip to Tennessee where you can go to Dollywood, check it out. Think about that kind of thing and start thinking about all the ways that you would spend a little bit of time there riding the roller coasters and what would it smell like and how would it feel and what would the sounds be like and just sort of start to think about that kind of thing and it will actually help to boost your mental health and your happiness. I'm going to go upstairs and think about the scent of that smoked cocktail at Sage in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's or amazeballs. Or you could go upstairs and think about what it's like sleeping in my guest room and then coming and hanging out in the pool with me. Okay. I can, I can totally get behind that. Okay. Yes, ma'am. So both of those are good trips. They are good trips. I really like the way you think. And again, I say, I know, right? I'm intrigued by your ideas and I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Well, and not only does planning the trip that you know a little bit about give you that like idea of like what the sun or the campfire or whatever, but there's enough details that are not there that leave you wondering about that lets you kind of imagine what could happen, like the possibilities of what's there. What could happen? What if we did this? Or maybe we could go here. Or what would if we tried this? That kind of thing. I like that because I want to know what amazing place you're going to take me to eat next. Because when we went to I Declare. Oh, yes. Motherfucker, that was astounding. No, it wasn't I Declare. It's I Declare. Ida, Claire. Well, okay, so I, I went straight into the pun version of the name. Yeah, it's okay. That's okay. You're forgiven. Uh, thank you, because... Anyway, I'm, so that's I mean, my little that's my little health tip. That's Plan a... vacation, it's good for your mental health. That's an amazing health tip. Cook it, Dano. <laughs> there we go, and I'm refilling a bit in case people can hear sparkling wine pouring on the podcast. Like that's problematic. <laughs> They're here for that. That's right. Hello. So it's very good. We highly recommend. Indeed. Ah, what do you got from a health perspective? Well, since I'm pouring myself more, this is incredibly apropos because I'm going to read you the headline. Okay. And we're going to remember this and we're going to look for this on the market somewhere because it must be out by now. Headline from goodnewsnetwork.org. I've not vetted this to see if it's accurate, by the way. I'm just assuming it is. Sure. It's on the internet. It has to be true. Exactly. So if you see it on snopes.com at some point, you've been warned and have warned, not warned. You said warmed. (laughs) I know. You've been warned and have my disclaimer. I like when you have two drinks. I know. I'm such a cheap date. Okay. (laughs) Drink made from fruit and plant extracts may be the scientifically backed hangover cure we've been waiting for. A hangover cure? What? Yes! I am so on board here. That would be amazing. Like an actual hangover cure? Like you just get this and like gulp it down and then you're done? 
I know. And this has been studied by actual the actual molecular physiology department at Johannesburg Gutenberg University, which for some reason they abbreviate as BMJ, and I'm going to be respectful to that. I feel like at Johannesburg Gutenberg University is like more about printing, though. <laughs> I, I know, right? <laughs> like, are you sciencey or are you just like, do you just write stuff? I know. By the, you know, a little from column A, a little from column B, apparently, because I I can forward you the original study link. But anyway, um, did you know there's a city in Iowa spelled Gutenberg but pronounced Guttenberg? That doesn't surprise me. There's a city in Missouri spelled Versailles, but it's pronounced Versailles. I know. It's well, you know, in St. Louis itself, there's if you go to De Pere, don't dare call it Des Perez, as I have done. Um, but if you're driving on Gravois, pronounce it Gravois, not Gravois. So consistency, fucking people. Anyway. That's well, my we have a place today. here called Possum Kingdom. Like, I feel like I need to go to Possum Kingdom just to, because that's a place, like, I feel like I need to get some souvenirs or something. That's pretty fucking awesome. Anyway, okay. Okay. Back on topic. I'm sorry. Anyway, so, study by molecular physiologists and a peer review. Yeah, a peer-reviewed, double-blind, randomized control trial. That's a lot of things. It is a lot of things. And they were looking at plant extracts, vitamins and minerals, and other stuff, and how to treat uh, hangovers. And basically what they determined is if you combine vitamins and minerals with plant extracts from the Barbados cherry also known as acerola, which is a little too close to areola for my comfort, but okay. Um, Well, we used to get acerola-flavored vitamins when I was a kid. (laughs) Oh, well, there you go. Your hippie parents were onto something. Yeah. Um, So it has acerola, prickly pear, ginkgo, (laughs) biloba. Biloba. I'm laughing because I just realized my um, when I was typing my notes, autocorrect changed it to biology. <laughs> so uh, ginkgo biloba, willow, and ginger root. Ginger. Ginger is um, my favorite. And then vitamins and minerals like magnesium, potassium, sodium, bicarbonate. I could say that, but I couldn't say biloba. Anyway, um, zinc, riboflavin, thiamine, and phobic, uh, folic acid. Not phobic acid. <laughs> whole other thing i like that you feel um, compelled to list literally everything in it instead I'm of a, just say it's got a bunch of stuff like three things <laughs> i'm a i'm a completist anyway they tested three groups i even have the exact numbers for you but i won't go into so. that level of detail no so. but they gave one group a placebo they gave one group just vitamins and minerals and they gave another group the vitamins and minerals plus the plant extracts. And the people who had all of it, okay, well, let me actually back up a little bit. The people who had the placebo and just the vitamins and minerals, there is no discernible difference in their hangover symptoms or how they felt the next day. But when you added the fucking plant extracts, there was way less headache intensity, way less nausea. Um, 
significantly less in the way of feelings of indifference and less in the way of feelings of restlessness, which I'm sorry, the, the first two symptoms are the only ones I'm really concerned with. Yeah, the other two, I don't, like, I have that on the regular. I didn't know that was a hangover symptom. I know, I mean, right? I suppose it could be. I, if that's the I, case, I apparently am hungover every day. And here's why you never disappoint. I specifically even only mentioned the other two because I wanted to set you up for the joke. And you <laughs> rammed right into it. I was like, oh, no one's going to care about that. No, but wait, Jill might take a bait. So, and you did. Yay. Hey, I'm hungover every day because I don't <laughs> give two shits about any of that stuff. <laughs> awesome. No, but anyway, um, so they might have struck on an actual hangover cure, at least a hangover mitigator. Hangover helper. Hangover helper. Which is also your hangover hamburger helper tonight. So her make a better day. <laughs> I thought it was make a better meal. Well, yeah, I know, but I wasn't talking about hamburger helper. Oh, Who wants okay. to make a meal when you're hungover? You just want to like function. Sometimes I want a meal, like if it's tacos. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe it's a bacon and egg biscuit. I gotta. Anyway, I, want I think tacos and that's it. Yeah, well, fair. you know, since we're talking about hangovers, I'm gonna move on into my next one because it par- parlays perfectly. I my set him up. You knock them out. I know, right? <laughs> you're you're doing me so good tonight. I'm trying. So this one's going to be especially good for you and me. And hopefully our listeners. <laughs> Whiskey is good for you. you. Fucking yes. Please tell me yes. particularly Blanton's Jefferson Ocean. I'm pretty sure that's the two they meant. Um, <laughs> yes. So there's been a few whoop, studies. Whoop. But the one that I found in particular was a 2018 study, so fairly recent, um, that was done by the American Association for the Advancement of Science, which actually sounds like a fake group. It might not be. <laughs> it might be totally legit, but it sounds pretend. I think but Stephen linked Colbert probably moderate, funded it. Right. It linked <laughs> moderate alcohol consumption to a longer lifespan. Also, now this is a separate study. There was a group of neurologists at the University of California who've been studying the lifestyle habits of people who live into their 90s for like 15 years. Like this whole group of people that have lived into their 90s and they keep interviewing all these 90-year-olds. And they discovered that people who drank like two drinks a day every day were less likely to die prematurely. And what's more, whiskey itself contains allergic acid which I didn't even know was a thing, but it's a powerful antioxidant that eliminates harmful and cancerous free radicals in the body. So no free radicals. And whiskey even has more of it than red wine, which has always been considered like one of the healthy alcohol drinks, which is awesome because I freaking hate red wine, but I love whiskey. (laughs) So sign me up for that shit all the time. And (laughs) the last two pieces that I thought was like, fuck yeah. (laughs) First, Moderate whiskey consumption can reduce the risk of experiencing a stroke or a heart attack by 50%. And people who had modest amounts of liquor, whiskey, Mm. one to six portions a week were half as likely to suffer dementia in adulthood. 
Really? Yeah. Okay. I think I have a new health regimen to embark upon. Me too. <laughs> so fuck anybody who says no. I'm like, yeah, well, <laughs> my dad had dementia, so I have to have this whiskey because otherwise you never know. Well, exactly. And again, I'm not only intrigued by, I am completely snookered by your ideas and I'm full on editing your newsletter. There you go. That wasn't as funny as it sounded in my head. No. No. Anyway, no, but that's Plus you've already awesome. used that before. The newsletter. I know. Well, I know I was building on the joke, I only it. it was a really shitty joke, so I shouldn't have built on it. It's all right. Okay, thank you. Please forgive anyway, me. Anyway, I thought that was, like, beautiful news. So I want to note for listeners that on a certain bit of social media this week, Jill's husband T posted a picture where Millie had blocked Jillian into her office <laughs> with a whole bunch of boxes. And my, my response to that was, gee, since I know that's where you keep the bourbon, I'm sure she's fine. It's <laughs> true. I was. I was fine. You were undertaking your health regimen during yeah, those moments. Absolutely. That's exactly what I was doing. I was healthing. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Thank you, Millie. You're a godsend. You're protecting your mother. She takes good care of me. She does. <laughs> Here, Mama, you should have some whiskey. Okay, what? baby, I will. There you go. Perfection. <sighs> I feel the love. Okay. So do you have one more? I do. And I also address the health matter, but it's I have an ulterior motive in it, not gonna lie. I never I'm, did with mine. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to convince you one way or another to find a reason to like gin. I don't think so. <laughs> oh. I told you that there was the one that's not gross and that I can deal with, and occasionally I will drink a gin drink, but I will say gin fucks you up faster than anything else. There's that. You and uh, me. <laughs> that is very true. That is very true. Like, um, it's way fuckier than most stuff. I actually own four kinds of gin, three of them I like. Because mm. the blue from Civil Alchemy, which is my all-time favorite, and mm. McQueen and the Violet Fog. That's the best. And I got some Empress Gin, which makes a really cool drink called Bee's Knees, which is like... Pretty. Empress. Oh, it's pretty. And it, it's you mix it, honey syrup... And lemon juice. Yeah. Beautiful. Anyway. It's, a, it's lovely. It's a pretty drink. Yeah. So to you, I present right now from, and granted it may be a slanted source, ginantonically.com. <laughs> what ulterior motives could they possibly have? I don't know. I'm sure it's a very scientific publication. <laughs> Sure it is. But they published an article called the top seven to your one for whiskey, top seven surprising health benefits of gin. I gave you like six health benefits. Oh, well, I still beat you by one then, don't I? Look, I'm counting. Okay, you count. You count, get back to me. Three, four, five, six. I got six. So you beat me by one. Woohoo! Okay, so... Its main ingredient is a power food. Grass? Juniper berries. I know they taste like Christmas trees, but they're actually made from juniper juniper berries. Um, 
it's uh, what am I gonna say? It fights infections with high levels of vitamin C and flavonoids. So there's that. It'll number two. It'll fight your pesky cough. That was three. That's number no, three. It, it's a power food. Pesky cough. Vitamin is two. C. Well, it it's a power food because of the vitamin C. Oh, See, fine. I'm right. even combining things for your fucking benefit. Fine. Okay. So it has because the plant botanicals in it have a lot of essential oils. It can help coat your throat. All right. Number three, the antioxidants in it will help you keep looking young. So juniper berries, again, antioxidants. Okay. Notes. First page of notes done. Okay. Second. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So that was three. Number four, it prevents bloatings. Okay. Let me restart that. <laughs> it prevents bloating. And I'm combining another one, okay? Bloating and urinary tract infections. I don't have that. Well, some people do. Um, and it helps you fight water retention, which is one of the reasons why, like, when you pee a lot, that's, you can get a UTI. That, that's that's bloating. But I know, but it... Okay, uh, excuse me. It increases your trips to the bathroom, so it takes care of bloating and UTIs. Okay. So does all alcohol. just makes you pee once you, like, you know, break the seal, you're done. I know, but it doesn't mean Jill... Blah, blah, move on. It doesn't mean Jill doesn't. Okay, it can make you immortal. Okay. What? It can extend your lifespan. Number five. So does whiskey. Oh, I know, but it, I, there's there's some Look, crossover if I'm potential. One, I'm going for whiskey, man. That's it. This may as well be CW because there's a shit ton of crossover going on. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, be, gin can help with your blood circulation, and again, the, the flavonoids help in reducing the number of chronic diseases you can get, like cancer, cardiovascular disease, neurodegenerative disorders, blah, 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 blah. So, yes, that's a crossover episode between gin and whiskey. Okay. Number six, the calories do not add up too fast. She's showing me her fingers, by the way. It's like she's sticking them in the camera. I am, because it's worth noting. Number six. Number seven. You're on seven now. No, this is six. six. I'm still on six. The calories don't add up too fast. (laughs) That's true for any normal base spirit. I know, but it's, you know, it's 97 calories a shot. Blah, How blah, many? Blah, seven. Look. On, come on. We got TikTok. Okay. Number seven. <laughs> All right. At some point, someone needs to Google how many calories per shot whiskey is and tweet us. So anyway, you're going to do it while I talk about number seven. Number seven, it assists with digestion because there's so many bitters in it and bitters boost stomach acid and digestive enzymes which help you digest foods and i'm done gin is beautiful thank you very 70 much. calories in whiskey oh and what did i say for gin i said oh fuck never mind <laughs> what'd you say how much was it 86 hmm. 97 <laughs> okay so, okay 
Well, okay, whatever. I lose that one. Whatever. I'm still, Jen still has value into humanity. Okay, fine. I still like this topic, even if you yammered on about Jen. I think it's <laughs> nice having good news for a change. Um, I think there should maybe be a requirement to include good news on all the nudecasts. Ca- <laughs> nudecasts? <laughs> on all yeah. the newscasts that there are. And I think they try to do that a little bit, but like... For every scary, deep, threatening, terrifying story that they put on, I think they should do, like, a good one. I think it's better for our psyches, right? Oh, fuck, don't you know it, because I'm usually a giant walking ball of anxiety either way, but anything that can help will help. Um, And I think it help kids, too. Um, So they get upset when there's too much coverage of negative stuff. Oh, freaks them out. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. So, Okay. Anyhow, as you know, <laughs> the drinks we drink can be found on alwaysneverwrite.com. If you have something you'd like to hear us talk about, tell us by hitting the Contact Us page or ping us on our Facebook page, and we'll do all we can to make sure we d- discuss your topic. We also have some guests coming up in some of our upcoming episodes who reached out to us in just that way, so stay tuned for some really cool stuff. Damn straight. Oh, and remember, tell your friends that they can find us anywhere they get their digital media and feel free to pimp us out all that you want and tell them that we are good news. Yeah. So this has been a beautiful day in the neighborhood episode (laughs) of always never. Right. I'm Jill. And I'm Gina. And thank you once again for making us a part of your week. Um, We'll talk more next week, my dolls. And thank you for joining us on the pod fix network. Standard disclaimer. Always Never Write is in no way, shape, or form performed or produced by professional advice givers. We've just lived a lot. So if any of our life experiences prove useful, we're happy to share, especially if we can share in an entertaining way. But if you have serious problems, please see a therapist, doctor, psychiatrist, life coach, or someone who is actually trained to know what the hell they're doing when passing out advice. Also, please note that most names and the descriptions of many events have been modified to both make things more entertaining and to protect the innocent, the not-so-innocent, and the flat-out guilty as sin assholes. <laughs>